Shalom and Baruch Rav, the Masechus Baba, coming off Pei Beis, the last fold off of Perak Merubo. Today's off discusses additional Takonos of Yeshua. We discussed the Takonos of Ezra, leaning on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, garlic, we discussed the Ten Rules of Yerushalayim, fascinating stuff. We begin with one of the Takonos of Yeshua, which was that a mace mitzvah is coined at the place where he dies. And the Gemara says, how could that be true? We learned that if someone finds a mace, so you have a mace mitzvah, if he's in the street, you move him. Not where he is, you put him to the right or to the left of the street, even in private property. You put it in the field, which is the least developed. So if it's a plowed field, you'd rather put it on the other side, by an untouched field. If the field is already planted, then you put it in just the plowed one. If they're equally developed, then you put it wherever you choose. But the is easy that the, the mace is not going to that spot. So BB explains that this case was different, where you had to move him because he was lying across the entire street. Once you're moving him, you can move him wherever you want. The Gemara says if you look back at the list of Yeshua's Dakonis says that there are 10 of them, but Lamaisa, you count it at 11. So we have to readjust. Maybe one of them has to leave. So the Gemara says, yeah. One of them was not made by Yeshua, it was made by Shlomah Melech, walking on the sides of the road in people's property. That was the Dakonis that Shlomah enacted. We find this in a Braisa. It tells us that if someone's uh, field is growing, it's all. Ripe, so he's done with his field, but he's still not letting people walk through. People are gonna say, Look, this guy is not getting any Hano, we're not hurting him, we're not ruining the product. The product's already finished this year. So, the Pesach says about this man who doesn't let people walk through his completed field, the Gemara points out that that's not a real Pasuk, but Shlomo Melch did say things like that in Mishle and Kahelas. The Gemara says, hold on a second. I still have three other Takonas from Yeshua which aren't on your list. So it's not 10, it's 13. Rabbi Yehuda brings in a Braiso that when people are taking out their Zevel from their fields, he's allowed to put into Rosh Hashanah and leave it there for 30 days for people to trample on to make it into a Geshmaka fertilizer. So the animals will stop on it. That's why Yeshua conquered the land. That's part of the Takanus the, the Yeshua when he came to Eretz Israel. And second, Rabbi Yishmol Banesh Abiyachim Ben says in a saw that there's a Tanai Bezdin that someone's allowed to go into his friend's field and pull off a branch, cut off a branch to save his beehive, which is on it. He just has to pay back the beehive. And there's another Tanai Bezdin, number three. That if someone's honey jar cracks, someone can pour out his wine, which is worth less than honey, we're assuming, and he could use his container to save this guy's honey and then charge him for his wine by keeping some of the honey. Fourth thing uh, in this Tanoi's Bezdin, similarly, one is allowed to throw away his wood to save someone else's pishton. And take from the Pishton the cost of what he lost in his wood. These are all Menaskein Hinchel Yoshua Israel as Haaretz. So why are you telling me there's only tens of the Gemara answers? We're not quoting 
The Takonas that are brought down from individual Tanoim. The ones we have in our list of 10, those are the ones said by uh, entirety of Rises. Kumar says, oh yeah. Then if any Amoira comes in and tries to tell us another one, Bryce should be a cash on him because you're telling me there's only 10. Rabbi Yochanan adds another one. He says, whether your field is leaning into someone else's property or if it's near the border, you're allowed to take from it and say, when you bring it as Bikurim, that this is why Yeshua was attacking. You're allowed, you're allowed to say that this is the land that Hashem gave me. You, this was part of Tekonus Yeshua. Rabbi Yochanan is adding an 11th thing to the Braisa. The Braisa said there's only 10. The Gemara says the person who said that there are only 10 was an Amaira. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbi Yochanan is allowed to argue on him. That wasn't a Tanoic statement. Next, Rev Gavia Mibeksil said this Beferish. Says Rav Tanchum and Rav say in the name of Azokin Echod, aka Rav Yeshua Ben Levi and Amayro, that there are ten Tanoim that Yeshua was Mazakin, that Rav Yechonan is allowed to argue with and say, hold on, there's an eleventh. The one with Bikurim. Moving on, we have ten Takonas that Ezra was Mazakin, right? Ezra was the second round of people he brought into Eretz Israel after Yeshua. Number one. We lay in by Mincha on Shabbos. Number two, we lay in on Monday and Thursday. Number three, we have a bet. The Bati Dinam are open on Mondays and Thursdays. Tysus points out that they used to be open every day. Number four, we do our laundry on Yom Chamishi Bashabos. Number five, we eat garlic Leil Shabbos. Number six, a woman should wake up early and bake. Number seven, a woman should wear a girdle. Number eight, a woman should do chafifa before going to the mikvah. Number nine. The peddlers should go around selling perfume in the cities. And number ten. He was masakin tefillah for a bal keri. And the Gemara elaborates and explains each one of these ten takonos. He said to lane on minchabashabis because of the yeshve kronos. They're working all week and they miss the Monday and Thursday laning. They get an extra landing on Shabbos. It's a little out of order. Should have said the Monday and Thursday one first, perhaps. In any event, there's also Masaka and landing on Mondays and Thursdays. But the Gemara says, hold on, that wasn't his Takono. That's an old Takono. The Bryce brings from the Pesach of Ayel, who shloishes Yomim Bamidbar, Velimotsu, Mayim, Kleisra, already in the Midbar. By Moishe Rabbeinu. They were in the desert. They didn't have anything to drink in the Chazal Darshan. Doshi or Shumi say, it's not that they didn't have water. They didn't have Torah in Mayim Elo Torah, like the Gemara says in Yudzayin. Manal of an Avodizarahim obeys. Where do we see that Mayim is Torah? The Pasuk says, Have a cold summer, Lechul Mayim, a thirsty, go drink. They went three days without Torah. So they became wary, the Nevi'im. Shebeinayim were then Mesakin, that they should lay on Shabbos, wait a day, lay on Monday, wait Tuesday, Wednesday, lay on Thursday. And then again, you have a break of Shabbos to get ready for Shabbos. Again, landing in the next Shabbos, so you'll never go three days without Talmud Torah. This is from the Nevi'im back in the Midbar. What do you mean Ezra was misakin this? So the Gemara says, he amped up this Gezerah, this Takona. Originally, the laning was one person getting, laning three Psukim, or three Psukim, three people, each one getting one Pasuk. 
Ezra's Masakin. Not just three for Kohen Levi Yisrael. He was massacring ten psukim with three aliyah. He's connected to ten bats. Lonim. Nowadays we use the term pejorative sense. But the bat lonim in the times of the Gemara were those who gave up their parnosa to be able to sit and learn. And the tzibor was mefarnis them. So connected them. We have ten psukim minimum on leaning days. As there's also, also Mesakin, that Bezdin would be on men- Mondays and Thursdays because they would often need to say for Torah, for Shavuos, and whatnot. He was Mesakin to do laundry on Thursday because of COVID Shabbos. He was Mesakin to eat garlic on Erev Shabbos because that is the Oino, the Pesach says, that Shepiria of Itoi, Yitain Be Itoi, and Rebihuda says in the name of Reb Nachman, or maybe it was of Kahano, maybe Reb Yochanan. This pasuk is referring to someone who has Tash from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. And garlic is an aphrodisiac. It's marbezera. The pasuk says that there are... F- the, t- the Gemara tells us there are five things that garlic does for a person. It satiates him and warms him up. It brightens his face. It's marbezera. It kills the kingdom in his stomach. And some say that it fills him with love and extracts his jealousy. Emotional health. Ezra is also misakin that a woman should wake up early and bake so that if an ani comes knocking at the door early in the morning, she'll have a bread to give him. He said that a woman should wear this sinor, this girdle, because of tznias. He said that a woman should be choifefes, do a chafifa, scrape and clean her body before going to the mikvah. The Gemara says, hold on a second, that's a chiv deraisa. The Baisa brings the potzok of Rochat says, the, the woman goes and rinses her, her bosa, her flesh with water, which tells us that there can't be any chatzitza between the flesh, between the bosa and the mayim. Espesaroi says there can't be anything tofel to the skin. And even the thing that's tofel to the skin, the hair can't have a chatzitza, kind of a knot. So the Maya, so the Gemara says, there are two things. There's a Torah and there's the Tekon Ezezwa. The Torah says that she has to do a quick look over and make sure that there are no knots in her hair or nothing stuck to her skin. No chatzitza. But Ezra was misakin to do a full chafifa to avoid even coming close to any chatzitza. Ezra is also misakin that the peddlers should go around selling perfume, tachshite noshim, so that they will remain beautiful to their husbands. He was also misakin that a Balkari should go to the mikvah. Hold on a second. The Gemara says, That's a posuk in the Torah. The Gemara says, Yes. The Torah says that the man who is a Balkari has to go to the mikvah before eating chuma or kochim. Ezra was, was, was misakin even for different Torah. Toysvah here brings of Yehuda ben Becerra, who was did not upstand, did not keep this takana going because Divrei Torah are not Mechabel Tumor. There's a lot to unpack over there. Next, the Gemara says that there are 10 things said about Yerushalayim, 10 Jerusalem rules. Number one, a home is never permanently sale, sold. Uh, like we have rules in uh, outside of Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael. After 12 months, it stays with the buyer. That, that's not the case in Yerushalayim. Number two, we never bring an Egla Rufa to Yerushalayim if we find a dead body within the vicinity of the borders. Number three, Yerushalayim will never be an Irani Dachas of Avedezara. Number four, we never metame in Yerushalayim for an for its ras. 
Number five, we do not have extended porches in Yerushalayim. Number six, we don't have garbage dumps. Number seven, now Yerushalayim put them underground. Number seven, we don't have uh, big fires and chimneys with smoke. Number eight, we don't make gardens and fields besides for the original rose gardens from the time of the Nevi'im Arishoyim. And number nine, you do not raise Tarnagoyim in Yerushalayim. And finally, number ten, we do not have a mace overnight waiting to be buried in Yerushalayim. Now, we unpack these. Where do we know that a house isn't sold forever in Yerushalayim? The Pasuk says, It does stay forever, but only if it's in your Choyma. Yerushalayim was never divided into the Chalokim of the Shvatim. So it's not within the parameters of this rule. We don't bring a Garufa there because the Bosak says Bal Garufa came out say Halal Bad Domashim Khanoisin Le Khali Rishta. Yerushalayim was not given the Khali Rishta. It was not divided by the Shvatim. This is Hashem's territory. Yerushalayim never becomes an Hanidachas because the Bosak says Irecho, your city, Yerushalayim is not yours. It was not divided by the Shvatim. It's not Matame bin Goyim because the Pasuk says when the Satanekat Ras Bebeis Eretz Achuzaschem. It's not your Achuzo, it's not your inheritance. It was not divided by the Shvatim. We don't have extended porches for two reasons either. To avoid Tomas Oil, if there's a mace underneath the porch, anyone under there is going to be Tommy Tomas Oil. And two, during the times of the Regolim, Yamim Toivim, Yushlam was packed. And uh, we want to. We don't want people to bump into it. Leave a little room for the other golem. We don't have big, big, big garbage dumps. The frogs, the tzvideyas, because of shrotzim. Cats seem to be okay. We don't have uh, chimneys and smoky things because it'll interfere with the katiras. this pshat. This is only in the second base of mikdash because in the first base of mikdash the smoke of the katiras did not blow anywhere. Rashi says there's just smoke that would blacken the walls, and that doesn't look nice. You're not allowed to make these uh, gardens and fields because either they're smelly or people throw the garbage there. You're not allowed to raise chickens in your slime because they peck all over places, and you don't want them pecking in your kudshim if they're tomei. And finally, we don't keep a mace overnight in Yerushalayim. That is a Gemara, that's a Masoira that we have. Rashi says, Ain't Tam Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.